We're live. Hi, hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's the Nerdy Podcast, hosted by Northern Nerds. I'm one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the host, Paul. And, and today we're joined by Donna and I can't remember your name. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> it's Michael. Michael, I'm really sorry. Oh, I'll go for his proper name, Tucky, shall we say. Tucky, that was it. I was like, Tucker, Tucky, I don't want to offend anyone. I'm so sorry. I Joe Crumble Waft. Oh, that'll do. <laughs> well, this is, if, you, if you're a fan of the podcast, you might have seen Tucky in certain glimpsing episodes when he's been running over to say something in Donna's ear from time to time. That was so <laughs> weird. You could have just spoke. <laughs> oh, no, I've got to have a bit of mystery. Oh. <laughs> And well, if you're a fan of the YouTubes, Tucky is uh, one of these, uh, like I say, he does SunnyCon and he has a SunnyCon channel and he does recently done a, te- uh, was it a 12 hour or a 10 hour uh, experience, shall we say? 10, 10 hours leading into 12 hours. So I'm doing another 10 hour challenge uh, next week as well. Uh, 10 hours That's non-stop Nyankat. Yeah. I was working with four by people. Um, do the song. Right there. <laughs> My God, you're gonna be demented. That's crazy. Or, or more demented as he as he normally is. Uh, but um, <laughs> we thought we'd do a special episode of the podcast this week, just because, um, like say me, Sam, and Donna, and Tucky recently finished watching what was the one of the more brilliant TV shows mm. we've watched it. In a, in a while, especially with Marvel kind of reigning over DC the last year with all the TV shows that they have released. And to be honest, DC just went fuck you and brought out something so, so amazing and uh, put Marvel back in the place a little bit, I'll say. I'll go there for the, for the with, DC fans. Yeah, with James Gunn's help, though. Let's not forget that. No, I was, was going to say, say that there's a big blurred line between yeah. James Gunn's involved. In fact, like one of the scenes was actually shot by Marvel. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> but technically, Still, Marvel did help. I'm a DC fanboy. Let us have this. So, yeah. <laughs> just, just this once. Just a moment to shine there. So yeah, we're doing Peacemaker. Um, I'm going to get the crap part out of the way with. So everything disclosed in... Disclosed? <laughs> disclosed? Yeah. Everything discussed in tonight's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you want to discuss any topics from tonight's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group and we can have an open discussion. What we want to have is anyone come for us and tell us that our opinions are wrong. We can agree to disagree in fandoms. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic toxicity out of nerdism it's because i looked up <laughs> i was i was say. just gonna say if, you, if you've got something to say 1v1 me <laughs> <laughs> he's in the car park around uh, tesco we'll do it oh, <laughs> tesco car park there's never any better car park it used to be blockbusters that's why i used to do all my fighting uh, that was just to try and get the last copy of the nightmare on elm street but uh, we'll not go there for the teenage years there <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, we're doing Peacemaker. Yes. Wow. This came out of fucking nowhere. I'm sorry. Nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really did. It was like, because it, it was an, it was announced like just just after Suicide Squad, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was just before the release of Suicide Squad because they did the, the stinger where they had Peacemaker was the like the end of credits scene. Mm-hmm. Um, when like see, he was waiting up in the bed and you had like the team stand there going. Uh, what's he going to do? He's going to he's, he's going to go. He's, he's going to save the fucking world or something. They said. Yeah. yeah. So 
It was a, it was a weird ending, like, but it's like <laughs> it's John Cena. You can't kill off John Cena. He's too big yeah. of an asset. Shot in the throat, tad a building dropped on him. You still can't kill off Boots. You can barely see him at times. Because you can't yeah. see him. That's it. You can't. It, you it can't took on that him. onslaught from Brock Lesnar. He's invincible. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of invented Suplex City, didn't he, really? <laughs> I tell you what, though, when you can sit there and watch John Cena and think to yourself, he, he's acting rings around how the rock is, it really mm. does say something because that bloke worked in that, that for that programme. Going back a little bit to where his appearance in the Suicide Squad, let's say Suicide Squad, the original. I, I was a fan. I, did, I I don't give it as much hate as the original, yeah. like, as, like the the eye cut and stuff like that. But I can understand why some fans mm-hmm. kind of felt a bit disappointed by it. Um, but when James Gunn got involved, as you said before, because of Marvel's fuck up basically um, by kind of firing him for past discretions, mm-hmm. um, was a bit of a like a blow, but. I said Warner Brothers and DC capitalised and they give us what we got was unbelievable. And with the cast that they had, you never thought that the two standouts in that that film was going to be John Cena as Peacemaker, this mm-hmm. weird, like not a anti-hero villain, was he in Suicide Squad? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like he, he thinks he's doing the right thing, but he clearly mm-hmm. isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's all the things. Yeah. Misguided, shall we say? Um, but then, like I say, I just hope they do a spin off with uh, Kill- uh, King Shark because, like I say, I'll, I'll be all in for that as well. Was <laughs> <laughs> quite some more Joe as well, another wrestler. <laughs> was it? Yeah, um, yeah, some more Joe as King Shark. All oh, right. I remember when they announced it, I was like, oh, wrestlers, man, it's just going to be wrestlers in Hollywood. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. I thought it was Stallone. I thought it was Stallone that did the King no, Shark. No, Stallone part. does the voice. Yeah. But is it yeah. I, thought, I thought it was Samoa Joe that did the No, voice. no, Stallone does the voice of King Shark. Yeah, it was, I'm going to have to see if I can get Samoa Joe in these uh, green ball suits, then if it was. He could have been, you know, the figure of it, but that's yeah. definitely Stallone's voice. Right, because he put up on these, like... Um, on his Twitter, I was like, oh, some more Joes in Hollywood. That's why he's playing off. And then yeah. obviously he had a few health violations and whatnot. And mm-hmm. then he did that WrestleMania in the poncho and we never saw him again. And he returned back in NXT to win the title and just to give back the title for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> he's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, because... Um, so I remember in the credits when it said uh, King Shark vo- voiced by Stallone, I was like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Just totally out there, but um, yeah, and I was a little bit sad like when we, we thought we saw the end of Peacemaker because, as I said, um, uh, with with his bit standoff with uh, oh, I can't remember Rick his name, uh, it, sorry, Rick Flag. No, that was the one he won, oh, but the one he lost with uh, oh, Idris Elba, it was, it was Elba, uh, which, which um, was pretty much a dead shot rip off, but um, wasn't it like death something or? shot something or it was like literally a rip off it was like the main protagonist in the whole yeah <laughs> that's the thing though if if the person stands out as John Cena it, it's not a bad film but yeah it showed what he could do and I think you said it at the time Sammy um if John Cena's turning up for something you know you're going to get the show he's you know he's going to be in something and do something a bit he's going to work for you he's going to work and just his comments on the like, say, like when he's talking on the beach, saying, 
uh, was it? I, I would I would eat a, a million dicks if, if, if it means giving peace. And he said it with such seriousness and vigor. And you're like, I actually believe he would eat a million yeah. dicks. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. But then, yeah. but then we got this uh, the spin off, and um, when the first announcement announced that, I was all excited. And but for some reason. It made it absolutely well. Not for us dodgy northerners. Uh, a little bit more <laughs> difficult to get in the in the UK. Yeah. Which I can't see it lasting too much longer because it, it wherever it goes, it's going to hit bit big. But what a show! It, from the first episode, it was just brilliantly done, and like it caught the humour, serious, just everything that you wanted in in, in the show as well. It was um, the casting is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, Jennifer Holland. Mm-hmm. As um, what was that character's name? Blonde hair, hardcore, hardcore. Yes, absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. Um, Tasty from Orange Is New Black. <laughs> absolutely, I couldn't stop calling that Tasty. <laughs> Especially a, at the end, I was like, "You go, Tasty." <laughs> as a Amanda Waller's daughter, which again I'd never saw coming in a million years. Yeah. Um, uh, it wasn't in the comics, was she? She's no. like she's original character. It's uh, mm-hmm. something that he, James has done well, where he's actually taken quite a lot of original um, like aspects. He hasn't really drawn much from the comics, mm-hmm. from what I understand. No, he kind of well, he did that with the Gardens of the Galaxy. Really, he took like elements of it and just went just went his own little route. Um, yeah. So then the comics start basing on what James Gunn produced, which I can see what happened with the Suicide Squad and this characters because. Um, like I think the pacemaker in the comics just was like a side character in a few issues barely last 20 30 years ago mm-hmm. yeah um, it was it was like c-list that, that's the that's the thing this this show had a lot of like c to z-list like um heroes and villains mm-hmm. like suicide squads mostly like b-listers as well like unless you get mm-hmm. like justice league where you got you know flash batman superman and all that and it, it's amazing like to take like low tier characters and give them more depth than some of the a-listers to be honest yeah true but yeah. i think that gives them a little bit of scope as well they can go different routes where you can't with batman or you can't with wonder one you can't take them because everyone will say they will look at the shit we got with the joker everyone was saying mm. that's not my joker that's yeah. not the joker yeah. i say well like see, i'm probably one of the worst for it every time someone mentions well you probably find it on friday when we're talking about tim burton yeah. uh, <laughs> like i said their version of the batman but uh, characters that people aren't really that um, are familiar with, mm-hmm. you can then get broader strokes and take yeah. different routes, and take James, more gambles. As James well. is so good at doing that, though. Look what he did for Guardians. Like mm-hmm. it was an it was a nothing commodity. Like nobody knew who yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy were, and the fact that he even brought in the original Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of Volume Two to mm-hmm. show you them was just genius. Like he's 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 writing abilities. Are ridiculous yeah like the talent on that man is mm-hmm. unreal so i'm quite interesting uh, i know we're going to go through the the series and stuff but mm-hmm. out of the new pacemaker show who was your favorite character we'll start with donna oh damn it am i allowed to say it eagerly <laughs> yeah, you go for Eagerly. Eagerly's a total character in this film. Yes. Mm-hmm. He had a personality in everything. Yeah, I'll go Eagerly. <laughs> Any particular reason, or is it just because the eagle cuddled at John Cena? <laughs> that and just how brutal Eagerly is. Yeah, he's <laughs> vicious. Mm-hmm. When he starts pecking everyone who goes near him and stuff like that. <laughs> Brilliant. 
Absolutely. What about you, Sam? Then I'll get let you oh, go next. Hundred percent vigilante. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That dude is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I thought he was brilliant. I thought the chemistry between him and John Cena was just magic. Mm-hmm. Um, his fighting ability was brilliant. His suit looked amazing. Um, I just loved everything about him. What about you, Tucky? I've got I've got loads, but like it's the little the little parts that make it for me. Like um, the guy who was mopping at the beginning. Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like just, just the things like even them. His dad's next door neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like you see them in the opening credits, but then they're never seen again. But like the the little comedic impacts there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also like the uh, the main prison warden guy. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like on the inside him as well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they did the outtakes, and he's, he's like falling <laughs> into the corpse. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> I know it's a great shout. The, the old neighbor that had, like, say, a peacemaker in his conversation about Batman slays oh, yeah. me. <laughs> Batman's a pussy because he, he doesn't have the balls to do what I do. <laughs> he should smoke them, but he doesn't. He puts them in prison, they break out again, and they murder. Think of the body total count. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a point, though. Saying fandoms and stuff like that. We've all, it's it's basically asking the questions, saying stuff that we've all pretty much kicked off about and wanting to know. So yeah. I think it's, it's, it's a great degree of self awareness with it. Like a lot, a lot, a lot of the the jokes and whatnot that are in there, and I mean, you even get like mentions of like other. C-list uh, heroes and villains like um, Kite Man and whatnot. Yes, Kite Man. Is he flying about with, 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 with poisons? Uh, Ivy still. Uh, <laughs> and that, that was something else, like the, the Harley Quinn animated show where yes. you get to see like, Kite Man versus Condiment Man. Yes, and Kite Man. I do. I love the Harley Quinn show. Um, and he was just an absolute favourite. He was so funny. So to hear him in there, that was genius. Brilliant. <laughs> Um, mine again. I'm gonna. I've, I've forgotten his name, but I absolutely loved them all the way through. Uh, I'm gonna refer him as Died Beer Job. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was oh, absolutely was brilliant name? all through. Um, he, I, I know his first. Like I said the actor's name was Steve. Economist, degree, but it was like Aronimus. Um, Economist. Economist. That's the one. Oh, Aronimus is a bloody death metal person. Mm. But you thought it was going to be... I thought, the, I thought like, you were saying erogenous for a second. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's one of them nights, don't worry. But Because um, I thought it was just going to be the man in the chair, like, say, as Ned is in Spider-Man. But, mm-hmm. like, the little jokes, and he's, like, him and, um, like, say, a pacemaker and vigilant, these little three-ways, like, the little conversations and arguments and little bickerings, just absolutely slayed us all the way through. And the fact that the end that even made it, like, the, the running joke through it was that he dyed his uh, beard. And then when he pretended to be like uh, one of the butterflies, which again yeah. is the most ridiculous plot line ever oh, in any type of TV show, but it worked so well. And they were like, guy from um, Not Another Teen Movie, which again slayed us when I realised who he was, goes to him and says... Um, no, a scary movie. Scary movie, but he was in Not Another Teen Movie. He was in all the, like, the different... He was in of- Dead Man on Campus. Yes. Yeah, it was a lot of Wayne's Brothers movies he's been. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. And he says, what, what, the person who you... The man you're, uh, who who was before you've been in there, why did he die his beard? And they made him explain as well, and you just, your heart broke from him I a little bit. I cried when he did that speech. Mm. Was I so- was in tears. I felt so sorry for him. What are you going to say that, Donna? I'm sorry, Donna. Oh, no, that's right. I was just saying how unexpected it was, although 
I was surprised the tease didn't give it away that he was not a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest, they weren't bright butterflies now, were they? <laughs> <laughs> Like so the, the the fun like the the, the exchanges between like that part like uh, I think it was one of the outtakes at the end where it's like he's uh, John says was listing off uh, every single person they could have put in prison instead of his dad and uh, he just goes on a rant and the thing is like there's, there's like slight links here and there he just goes off on a tangent lands somewhere else and goes on another link and the facial expressions as well like I say the communist and John Cena looking at each other as John Cena's going in that rant. I would have broke up, but they're just looking at each other just in astonishment that he's still keep going and going and going. Yeah. But uh, yeah, again, as we know with John Cena with wrestling, he is on when he's on. He's, he's like, on. He's professional. But I didn't think he would have the range that he that he gave us in this. I thought it would just be straight action guy. Uh, mm-hmm. But you felt sorry for him. You were there for him. Like his interactions with his dad was heartbreaking. Who again was yeah. just another level of performance. Like Robert Patrick was sinister <laughs> as fuck. I've never been scared of him since T two, and th- this was his best role since T two. Yeah. He's he's phenomenal. And the faculty, I thought he was really good in the faculty. Um, but no, he's he's level of sinister in this is like wow. Like I even found myself going when he was talking, just wow. I can't believe they've gone there with this character Um, and the fact that he when he punched eagerly Mm -hmm. he made made an apology tweet to everyone and said I'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry I'm really sorry that I punched eagerly and I'm like travesty (laughs) he knows what he's done (laughs) he knew what he did so I was expecting it as well because I saw it before we watched the episode (laughs) but Let's, let's, I know we haven't talked about it yet, and I'm surprised we haven't mentioned it. I know if you've joined in before the podcast started, you would have heard the music. Um, oh. That opening, fucking Gen- hell. What a genius, genius idea. <laughs> Immediately makes us stand out from any other show you've ever seen. 100%. Or ever will. You don't yeah. skip you, know, you don't. You watch it every time and more. <laughs> yeah, and people are begging James Gunn on Twitter to keep it in the second series, to not change one bit of it. Say, I won't change to it. I would add it more, because you're going to get different characters now, because there's mm. some characters that's not going to return. Just give us the same dance with just different people, because there's going to be now bigger actors and, like, not to do anyone that disrespect in that show. The people are, are going to want to get in this film now, and yeah, in the right. TV show. Just because oh, of how how well it was made, and like with the people that's like attached to it as well, I'm surprised if DC don't give them a little bit more range to to go for a bit more bigger fish. Because mm. as I said, as a, as villains go, the butterflies again. I can't even remember a storyline with the butterflies in DC comics. I might be wrong. No, I think it was a another one of them original concept kind of things. Mm-hmm. But. A lot of similarities to what we've seen in the past, especially with Marvel. Um, like I say, secret uh, with the scroll invasion and stuff. There was mm. a lot of comparisons, and um, I know we'll get to the end bit as well. But like I say, there was a, a lot of comparisons between the the butterfly's end goal and Thanos's goal, mm. with um, like I say, cleaning up the mess that human uh, humanity or the worlds have have created by um, like force or any need any means possible so there was a lot of a lot of comparisons on on in the interweb when the final did air but 
to be I fair. I must be so dumb because I don't pick up on any of this, mind. I'm like, <laughs> I am so like in what I'm watching. I don't compare to anything else. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just dumb or naiveness, but I literally just like, I, I, I never even put two and two together. I must be really stupid. <laughs> don't think you're stupid. I think you're just like, as you said, you get involved into the, the aspect and mm-hmm. enjoy it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I just watch what's in front of us. I don't sit there and say, oh, God, that's a rip off of Marvel. Like, I don't think that way. Like, I look no. at it for what it is. But like I said, there's a lot of shit that did come out about this show. Um, through the internet that kind of pissed us off as well like uh, the character like that Jennifer Holland as I said who plays hard uh, I always want to call her hardcore for some reason I want to call her hardcore <laughs> as well let's just call her hardcore it was hard but hardcore um, she got a lot of hate with her being a relationship with James Gunn they were saying oh. that uh, nepotism and stuff like that but fucking hell she I, I can't see anyone playing the part as well as her as well well they got engaged the other mm-hmm. day yeah. and the comments Mm-hmm. about nepotism was ridiculous and it's like Jennifer Holland has been an actress for a really long time mm-hmm. and for, Jennifer Holland has never been in any of James Gunn's thing you can no. say the same about Jenna Fisher from you yeah. know Pam from The Office she was married to James Gunn she was in a few of his films but mm-hmm. nobody said anything then I hate when people do that Jennifer Holland is an amazing actress and mm-hmm. she's absolutely stunning mm-hmm. no definitely and like I say uh, I was quite liking the build-up to the relationship between her and, like, say, yeah. Pacemate, or Chris, shall we call her, as, as she later stuck, um, named. Like I said, that was quite an interesting element, which, again, probably is exploring season two. Uh, now it's been announced that we are going to get it. Yes. So there was, there was definitely a spark between them two, but I love the fact that that woman had boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like, when he came to the bar and she just wanted to chill out, she mm-hmm. was like, no, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> like leave me alone like i love the fact that she had boundaries i love her loyalty and um, mm-hmm. how upset she was with tasty yeah. sorry i'm gonna call her that because <laughs> she's she'll always be tasty from origins of new black and um, i loved how upset she was with her because mm-hmm. she when... it, she was she was getting there she was getting the team mm-hmm. environment and then for it to feel betrayed yeah, she, you know, she she takes it, she takes everything to, to heart, mm-hmm. but doesn't try to show it a lot. Well, one thing I have to say as well, I think American TV shows are now start starting to cotton on to the British way when it comes to like seasons or series. Mm. Uh, see if I say that right. Um, mm. they're not doing like the full twenty four episodes. Um, yeah, slog where there's wasted episodes or anything. Now, now we're getting shorter run TV shows that works so much better there's not mm-hmm. more wasted time or like say filler episodes mm-hmm. it kind of gets like the story told the right way um and i think there was quite a a natural build and a natural mm-hmm. feel to the friendships that was formed and like say the relationships that were like cultivated mm-hmm. throughout this show that was done uh, quite well in this because at the start everyone kind of hated uh pacemaker and thought he was a dick just and well, when was. you <laughs> um like i said they weren't too wrong like i said but he did have like I said i would say he's he's like a man child yeah was he, had so, he had so was, many redeeming qualities it was that was that thing though like you see him in the movie and you just think like you know he's an ex-con mm-hmm. like you know he's he's highly trained and whatnot but when you get down to it he's just white trash yeah. Used white trash who guns on Facebook too much. Yeah, and the, and the, <laughs> the fact that they, they make you feel sorry for him as well, mm. which, oh, which is definitely. A, yeah, 
the minute you see his dad and know who his dad is and the background that he's got and mm. obviously the the backstory with his brother it just makes so much sense why he's the way he is and then when he figures out mm-hmm. why he's the way he is because it takes him a long time because he thinks yeah. this is all he thinks he's done this all on his own yeah but it's not it's all been implanted in him and when he finally figures that out, it's just, it's magic to watch him. Jo- mm-hmm. I can't believe I would ever say in my lifetime that John Cena is a bona fide actor. Yeah. Like a proper actor, actor. He's not a wrestler turned action star, mm-hmm. like you, you Steve Austin's. Um, he is a bona fide actor. He generally showed so much range of emotion. Mm-hmm. It was, it was scary. Oh, 100%. And some of the jokes and, like, say, the little, the little, like, one-liners and stuff like that. Like, at the very start, the first episode, when he's in the hospital and he's talking to the, the doctor about his x-ray, about trying to make his muscles more defined, because he says, oh, I work <laughs> on the little a lot of time on the little ones. <laughs> <laughs> just absolutely well done and brilliant. I was just like, fucking hell. That, that, like I said, that, if that, them are the kind of jokes we're going to get throughout this, it, it's, it's going to be perfect. But... I was surprised. Well, I know Suicide was bru- Suicide Squad was brutal, but this was a whole new level of like, say, taste and mm. um, say, like some of the deaths and some of the violence in this. Um, that whole like when the when he realizes the the lass is a, a butterfly and he's banging the the metal chick yeah. uh, back, back at her place, and that fight between her and and John Cena's in his tidy whities um, it's both hilarious but brutal at the same time. I never time. thought I'd see him butt naked before, but my God, is he sculpted. I know, we're just like, what the fuck we're seeing John Cena's butt here? Yeah. <laughs> it's, the... it's like going to a museum and seeing like properly carved smooth marble. And the dance he was doing. And the, the fact that he was singing with a vibrator is <laughs> one of the highlights for us. And his taste in music as well. Yeah. For, for, I never. I think that's where I, I figured out how white trash he was when you realise his, his taste in music. It's just all hair metal. Yes, a hundred percent. Because there's there's never not a good time to rock. By yes. the way, oh, that, that was one of my proper half half heartfelt moments in that thing when they're all in the van and mm-hmm. uh, him and like vigilante and. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Uh, I, I always I'll stutter. Uh, die be a job. We're basically yeah. uh, talking to him. Why are you playing it so loud? And it's, it's never a, like the wrong time to rock. Mm-hmm. And then they adopt that as like kind of like the slogan going forward. And when she takes the photograph and all going towards the oh. sea of the world in this yeah. little van, like and all all is right in the world. But it's just like a, a perfect little moment for them. Yeah. Was that before or after the killed the gorilla were a chainsaw. Was oh that Gorilla Grodd? Was that Gorilla Grodd? No, no, no. It no. was apparently it's, it's got a name, and if you go back, I think it's in the comics in like 1966. Mm-hmm. There was like a short run of comics where a gorilla escaped the zoo and mm-hmm. joined the war effort. Right. It was slightly intelligent, but it wasn't Grodd. Right. Like this is like gorilla so James, or something like that. It it's was, so it was, James Gunn, isn't it? Just to like go to the like the the depths of comic book history to find these characters to put in there. It was, was it was, uh, it took a lot of people to like search and say like, is that gorilla like actually canon? And they go through and it's like, oh yeah, it was for this show. Right. My word. How long did this end? Yeah, I would have freaked out if that was Grodd and they killed him off like that. I, like I said, that, that was like, say, because when I saw a gorilla and like controlling people, I was good. It's Grodd. Yes. Yes. 
but I was like, and then no. it was like, no, <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is, like, it's, it's not Grodd, but it's still a DC gorilla. Yeah, crazy that. I love that. That is just so James Gunn. He's just so clever doing. He's just so clever. <laughs> we need to protect that man at all costs. <laughs> I mean, like, like the, the things that were changed, um, like, uh, like the backstory how he killed his brother. And that in the comics, it was actually his dad was a war criminal mm-hmm. from the Nazis, and yeah. he's now killed himself, and that imprinted on his brain, and the ghost of his dad haunted him. So you know how we finished at the end, the end yeah, of the season yeah. where he, his dad like comes and sits on the step next to him. That was actually mm. in the comics. Mm. And he haunts him, and um, there was also a thing like he believed that everyone he killed haunts him in his helmet. Right. So they haven't really translated that over the comics, which no. probably is better. Yeah. yeah, but I do like the idea of that he's, you know, his dad. I think that his dad's going to be there in season two. And yeah. I loved it when he sat next to him at the end and he's just like... Mm. No, he's <laughs> no, so he's not quite right there. Yeah, but, he's like side-eyeing himself. <laughs> to be honest, that's a good little segue as well, because I really want to talk about the aspect that I never thought would be amazing. His helmet, because in the Suicide Squad, looking at it, you thought this is the most ridiculous it looks toilet stupid. stupid. <laughs> yeah. But then, but when then he go to his like dad's little sanctum of um, I don't know what, how you would explain it, like a little portal into another dimension. I think the next it said. was yeah, yeah, um, hidden, hidden portal, um, like a room of requirement in Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly, he, ca- yes. he kind of like mocked vigilante for not knowing what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and we all were just like what the fuck's this but um how like different the helmets do different things and mm-hmm. different aspects i thought that was a brilliant little touch it adds uh, so much range as well and that, that scabies helmet gives everybody scabies because it's a challenge <laughs> what what it's like the people who are like yo you want to do sword fighting right? break each finger individually over time and try and practice for a sword with like that yeah. level of commitment yeah. try it's, and learn it's like such a childish thing as well like i just i want a helmet to give everyone scabies it's like okay we'll do it and it's like <laughs> it's such a childish thing to put into a helmet but them helmets like the Sonic Boom one, when she activated oh, that one at hell. the end, I was decked. I was absolutely decked. <laughs> I, know, I don't want to get into the end too much because I know we'll talk about that properly, but them helmets were... They're like their own character. Yes, and especially when, um, like, like I said, the last from um, Orange is the New Black, uh, basically we'll when she puts on the helmet, the X-ray of Vision oh, one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah, when she figures out he's a butterfly. Yeah, because yeah. I did not see that coming as well. I did like, say, not a nice see that coming. As well to it. I did do a gasp at the end of that episode. I'm glad we we waited a bit, and I think we watched. I think we had like four to watch, and then because mm. it was only six, wasn't it? Six yeah, episodes? episodes. Eight. Mm. Oh, there was probably a bit more than that then, because I only had two mm-hmm. to watch to finish it off. Yeah, because um, assume... I think me and Donna freaked out a bit when like I watched uh, watched the final episode and I was just messing with Donna saying, fucking watch it now! So I did. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to watch it. No, when, when he put that message in, I was like, and we've got to watch this now. I says, Paul's freaking out. We need to watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll come to the reason why a little bit later as well, because Jesus Christ, that was a surprise and a half. I did not expect them to... Uh, Someone had to spend some money for that bitch. Like. <laughs> a lot. But I'll, I'll get think, into what he said later. <laughs> but I think the reason why I loved this show before, because 
for years, and again, and I'm talking years of DC TV, we've been had not a bad TV show, no. like the Arrowverse, which has now been milked to the dis- uh, extreme where yeah. we're just begging for it to be finished now. Like, say, the Flash is still going. There's, there's, yep, there's, there's still some speedsters out there that the Flash needs to race. Oh um, God. <laughs> we, we, as soon as King Shark was in it, Mm-hmm. We were like, yep, that's good. And then it was a few more episodes later and we just dropped off like completely. Yeah, we, we, too much. We, we, the, the, the Legends of Tomorrow when, when that started up. And then the, yeah. then they had the, the, like, the week-long crossover where it's like, you start got to start off an arrow, then you go to the Legends of Tomorrow. Then yes, you go to go back we to did the that. And then you yeah. go to Supergirl. And it's like... <laughs> Yeah, no. we actually did that. <laughs> it's like you're forcing me to watch stuff I don't want to watch now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like I, I was okay with just our own flash, just keeping mm-hmm. our own flash, and then the, then they start bringing more people and like you know, we make a spin off of that spin off, and then spin off of that spin off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I've got I haven't got the time in the day for this. Mm-hmm. So like it was, I think it was the Savage, Savage, the, the other spin where where it was Barry, but it was really Barry. Oh, Barry from the future, uh, from the future where he was trying yeah. to kill Iris to, to teach Barry a lesson. That's when they that. Yeah, he's like that'll teach me. I watched the end of that, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to put that down over here and. Uh, well, yeah. Watch other things. Yeah, we, we had to walk away from it. It's too much. Yeah, they had the perfect endpoint, which was basically Crisis on Infinity Earths. That was the perfect way to end. If the state stuck to the original story and killed off Supergirl and killed off the Flash, mm-hmm. then uh, like from the comics, that would have been perfect endpoint. But they went, no, no, we're going to add more. We're going to yeah. we're going to do Bat Batwoman. Um, which, oh, gee, yeah, I forgot about I, that. I could have been, like the only the only DC thing like that could have been loosely linked that would have been like the Lucifer series and yeah. if if they brought Lucifer into the Flash you know he was in an episode he was in an episode of was um, he yeah he was oh, in I'm the, we've never watched it but we are intrigued by it he was in an episode of uh, the Infinity Crisis because um, John Constantine goes there goes to see him ah. now that is one that I was so upset about. Constantine, they managed to finally get someone who is my Constantine. Like uh, that's how I read Hellblazer, mm-hmm. and I absolutely is it Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan absolutely yeah. loved him, and they cancelled it. But he, but he came back. He was in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. He was in Arrow for a few hours. But he's also he's also the voice of Constantine in the DC animated films. Yeah, but he's been recast for the. He has for the new yeah. one. I'm gutted, but he was in the. Um, I have seen the ones that he was in. Mm-hmm. I do like Matt Wright. I just he was just he mm-hmm. was my Constantine, like my John Constantine. I loved him. A Welshman playing a Liverpoolian. It's never too bad, is it really? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But, um, no, but. Like I said, as I was with, like I said, with the DC TV shows, it was kind of like uh, DC Light. You never really got anything. Uh, like I said, the, the big, the the big moments that you wanted to. You never got the Batman's. You never got the Superman's or anything like that. Yeah. With this, it kind of still you don't get them as much, but you still got reference to them. Like uh, when he's talking about the Green Arrow. Um, <laughs> like, see, slagging him off uh, in the woods is, is hilarious. And like, what the did first... you say about him? 
Oh, I can't remember now. Uh, go, no, he goes to Brony. Uh, he goes to Brony. Brony couldn't. That's oh, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he goes to, he's, he's, you know, that guy goes to Brony's, but he kind of like had it all in for all the big names. Like, from yeah. the first, from the first episode. He's got a story for every one of them, though, hasn't mm-hmm. he? He's got like a proper out there story, and it's like that, that cameo at the end mm-hmm. when, when, even, when even they're in on it. Yeah, but the start, like we'll we'll talk about it now. We've mentioned it though. Uh, sorry if yeah. there's spoilers if you haven't watched it, but uh, uh, to be fair, you shouldn't be watching the podcast. Yeah, if, if you, you haven't, haven't yeah, it. if you haven't seen it, then you really shouldn't. How be long we're in? Like spoiler alert now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, because in the first episode of uh, Peacemaker, they start the start the joke. He makes the uh, Aquaman fucks fish uh, comment to the to the. Um, to, to the guy with the broom, the, the the janitor in the hospital, and he's like really upset, saying, "No, I don't say that." He's getting, and he's getting, yeah, someone like almost like a cog moment, saying, uh, "Someone, something four four nine from the internet. Why would he lie? What was sending his messages?" That he goes to, um, what was it, aquariums with a bag full of shit, and comes out after <laughs> ending, ending his nuts. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's like, he even makes it because a, a, a quite good reference. He's getting. Someone wants to bang a chick, I'm all for it. Someone wants to bang a dude, all for that too. When, but I draw the line when someone fucks a fish. Let's get his revoked. Then the end bit. Um, but I would love to know what Donna, what was your reaction when you saw it? I laughed more about the lit, you fucking dickheads part and the fish part because that was hilarious. I just couldn't stop. <laughs> that was that was because for me, like. I'm flashed out when he's like, he's like, go fuck a fish. He's like, fucking sick of that rumor. And Barry Allen was like, it's not a rumor. He's like, fuck you, Barry. Yes. How many times have you just wanted to say, fuck you, Barry, though? That was- <laughs> I thought yeah. I wasn't actually going to zoom in on them. Like, I thought no. it, it was just going to be just shadows. Yeah. Just- yeah. Well, that that's that was our thought. I was getting oh, they're doing the Justice League great because you saw like the Superman floating Wonder Woman in the thing, and then you saw the outskirts. You think oh, they've, they've got someone that looks like Jason Manoa. Then it's like, nope. they've got someone that really looks like Jason Manoa. <laughs> then it's like, fuck, they got Jason Manoa. <laughs> oh, I'm get disappointment like we did at the end of Shazam where he gets Superman. They could come to his school and say yeah. hi. And it's just like the Superman from here. The Carville face even with the like Tash. Oh, CGI so, oh. Um, yeah, the Carl Drogo standing there is just unreal. But he said he, he said in an interview that he basically begged to be on this show. <laughs> like, he, he basically begged for the, yeah, the right the choice. Chance. <laughs> but that was the thing because um, I think they asked everyone. Don't I? I, I don't think scheduling um, like say Gail Gallot and uh, Henry Carvel could could do it or it might have been like they couldn't afford it to be honest but um Ooh, just imagine goodness. sitting there on the set of the witcher it's just you want to go on could have been saying yes but he's in character <laughs> possibly but like i said just the fact that they actually got like barry allen and, yeah well like i said we've got barry allen in like like in infinity of um uh, Earth's on the Flash TV show as well. He did make a little cameo in that, so that didn't surprise us. But fucking Jason Momoa and, and for Warner Brothers and DC to let them use that kind of language as well, because I didn't yeah. think yeah. Uh, um, 
fuck you, Barry would ever be stuttered. <laughs> came a long way since the Super Friends cartoons of the 80s. <laughs> Why can't we be friends? I, 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 I remember when they, they were saying like that, like the animators were panicking because they couldn't use Darkseid's name in case Darkseid was like too scary for kids. Like pressure groups and Christian groups in America in the 80s, like, you can't say that to my children. I was just like, ah, fuck you, Barry. <laughs> Barry, man. Oh, my oh. God. The, 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 to be, I'm, I agree with Donna. The first bit where he turns around and says, you took your fucking time. And I was absolutely <laughs> dead. No, no he hates the Justice like, League. <laughs> when, when I've been up a few drinks, my mates turn up. It's literally the kind of thing I say to them. Like, it was just me. That's what probably why I <laughs> is, that, is that what's going to happen when we do the, the nerdy up north meetup? We're just going to stand there and go, Where the fuck are you? And then just randomly shout, Fuck you, Barry. They won't call Barry coming when he find a Barry. <laughs> and just, just put a sign up saying Aquaman fucks fish. <laughs> we need t shirts. That's, that's a possible idea. <laughs> Oh, someone walking around like with a fish on the end of his fly or something like that. We need we need Aquaman fucks fish t-shirts <laughs> ready for when Aquaman two comes out. Not that long now. I wonder if we're going to get a peacemaker cameo in Aquaman two now. Said, "See, I saw you fucking fish." <laughs> Oh, it God. would be funny. Um, yes, the DC. <laughs> can we can we just talk a second about the cow? Jesus Christ, yes. What a fuck was that? <laughs> I was expecting a ginormous cow. Me oh, too. Geez. That's what I was just about to say. Me too. I thought it was going to be like an, a genuine cow. I started singing Magical Trevor when they wanted to teleport <laughs> the cow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is that not as warped on your mind, though, is it? Yeah, do you not just have nightmares? <laughs> it's the first thing I thought, the teleport and the cow, and I started singing it, and he's just looking at us. <laughs> it looked like Johnny Vegas if he got out of the bath and then got into a sex swing straight away. Oh, well, I imagine Johnny Vegas still look like... Well, I do yeah, now. It's, 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 it's probably <laughs> me, me without my T-shirt on as well, though, so that's probably... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of Doctor Who, like... Yeah, it's, it's the kind of thing you'd say, just like locked up, and the doctor's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's the next crossover. They're going to have Doctor Who versus uh, Pacemaker. So, yeah. but um, That'd be interesting. <laughs> the TARDIS will be money. Which Doctor Definitely. Who? All of them. Is that what is a special? <laughs> well, I think what they did well is, uh, with, with what they normally do, don't do in many TV shows or films, like, for example, they give you, like, a sense of dread. You did actually yeah. like no touch like luckily none of the big characters got killed off, but you were expecting it to, and you're actually worried that they were because some of them got brutally hurt, like uh, Hardcourt when she got like shot a few times, and that was absolutely brutal. And seeing the the butterfly just about to go in her mouth, yeah, and then then having it pulled yeah. out like saved at the end was like say quite good. And fucking poor vigilante, he went through the wars through that fucking show as well. He was stabbed, <laughs> shot, blown up. When he hell. went into that so prison, man, he's torn, nearly cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. When he was talking about how he wouldn't be able to walk <laughs> because he think he was gone. And then trying to pretend it wasn't. The, the, the nonsense that he came out with for the absolute <laughs> nonsense. Like that, like if you lose your little toy, you lose all balance. You balance, yeah. <laughs> but I actually heard that as well. But apparently, it has to be the full toe 
for yeah. you lose your balance. But yeah, the fact that he kept referring to it and that he was like hobbling all the time. When, he, when, he, when, he's, when he's trying to ask like the, the bug in the jar. What's I mean, it was like, God, like, it's what your favorite color is. Like, what don't you find it interesting? <laughs> like, you find an alien bug, and its favorite color will be tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes or no questions. Like, What's your favorite color? <laughs> oh. John said, you can see John say that, like, well, pacemaker getting visibly more and more frustrated with him. He's like, what can you not understand? It's yes or fucking no. <laughs> this, this is, but he's, he's like, you're not finding mildly interesting. He's like, yes, I find it mildly interesting, but that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> their, their chemistry was absolutely unreal but I loved it when Vigilante went into the prison Yes, and the one, oh. when he was talking to them white supremacists it was absolutely genius the guy who plays him just knocked it out the park where I was like I just wanted to watch Vigilante all the time absolutely Vig- loved him because Vigilante's not a big character in the comics as well I think he was in a season of the Arrow as well no, there was, um, there was like several people played Vigilante and like, I think the original one was like a lawyer or something. Yeah. And then, and then it went down and then you eventually about the fourth or fifth one was like a bus boy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we got. Um, and yeah. what about the the the, the um, one with the green suit on? I can't think of what his name is. Oh, Judo um, Master. Judo Master. Yeah. Wow. And he's Cheetos. <laughs> he's bag of Cheetos. <laughs> Beats the shit out of people and eats fiery cheetos or what? The fact he was crying while eating them. <laughs> I fucking loved the bit where, as you said, when he was when them two dickheads were giving him shit at the car. <gasps> and he bred the shit out. I was like, yes, high five. Yes. And, and again, when the he got tell, shot, the cash teller's just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see a Jay and Sam and Bob moment with that one, though. I but, could um, as well, especially like the two, um, Ethan Spooley and the guy who comes up for the dime bags, like. I could see it being them two playing that part. Um, can we just the you know when at the end where the the butterfly who he saved who he did have in the jar goth yeah. who went yeah, goth 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 yeah and he was when the when them two were talking did anyone else think that John was going to join them and help them? Kind of, but I was I was literally thinking I thought he's this is like he was going to help them. Yeah. That's 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 that style that got you though, isn't it? Because they made you think. Because it's like say that that was that whole thing through, mm-hmm. like if you want peace, but at any cost, and that, and then they actually give him it on a plate, but he follows like a different route. You're like, oh, so you, so in that way, it's like a subtle character development and change mm-hmm. to yeah. what to what you'd expect them to do, and it was quite surprising. Yeah, because he didn't um, want to let the team down, type thing. Yeah, but, uh, but the way that he did it as well. Uh, Helmet switch on tornado or something that wasn't it? Human uh, torpedo mode. Human, human torpedo mode. <laughs> and she can splashing through them. <laughs> and then again, that was the most grotesque thing I've seen in a while as well. When she falls out and all the intestines oh. and all the stuff <laughs> pops on top it's of her. It's like, oh, <laughs> when she realizes what's on her. It's hilarious. <laughs> but I genuinely thought. He was gonna. He was gonna help them, and yeah. I, I don't know if it's because of the the when he finally realizes that that it is gotten side of her. Yeah. Um. And he, I think he did build not a friendship, but he had a little bit of an understanding. Otherwise, he would never have kept him. Yeah. And fed him and made mm-hmm. sure he was okay. That, that, that was one of the things as well when he went really in depth in it. He's like psychoanalyzed himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, maybe I just like keeping dangerous pets who can't talk back. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was gonna go like that element because, like, say, he loved eagerly, and I, I, like 
Eagerly clearly loved him back as well. When when you're seeing a CGI, you're getting tearing up when you're seeing a CGI eagle hugging John Cena. You think that's the best thing I've seen all day. Yeah. But um, like I say, as Donna said, Eagerly had his own little personality and he didn't like people. And I love that element. And how when he's trying to impress John as well, he would fly off from the sunset and bring some little rodent down back yes. from him as well. Yeah. Possum. And then I think possum. at the end it was a squirrel, wasn't it? No, it was two possums. It was two possums, yeah. It was another possum. <laughs> no, it was because it was the car park where he originally used the shock thing and they mm-hmm. dropped it. Was it was crazy how like it was a sentient? I mean, the eagle was really like America, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, everything dropped like pacemaker about like the car was fucking America. He had like say, the American yeah. flag pasted over everything. Yeah, um, the shanty uh, hut that he had. <laughs> yeah, the little trailer. But, uh, yeah, it's very Americana. One of the things I absolutely found was hilarious as well, and, and it does, like, say, like, any type of uh, comic book or, um, like, say, a superhero type movie, when Judo Master gets shot in the chest, and really a, shot, a gunshot to the chest should kill you. Mm-hmm. But they put a bandage on him and he's fine. And then yep. John's uh, pacemaker explains why he can survive because. With him being such a judo master, he can move his organs around and, and uh, get out the way of the blast and stuff. It was like, fuck me, this is a, right out of the comic book. But you, they said it with such, such conviction and stuff. Um, with anything he pretty much did, everything he said was kind of like, he believed it to a hilt yeah. uh, that everything was a fact. And he, everyone knows someone in, in the world like that. Fuck, I've probably been that person in certain circumstances where I'm not 100% something, but I'll say it in such a way that people mm-hmm. will fucking believe that what I'm saying is true. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like I say, everything, everything was a big surprise. And one of the things I did uh, love about this as well, uh, which is the little little touches, the little quiet moments and the little moments that they did brilliantly, uh, where like the one with John Cena playing the piano, totally... Oh. Not what you're expecting, not out of nowhere. And it was actually him playing as well. Yeah, and it was actually him playing it on the piano. Yes. Um, I know that John can play piano because I used to watch Total Divas and he learned to play it on there and he serenaded Nikki with a song. So I did know that John could play the piano. <laughs> so I knew that definitely was him playing it. Mm-hmm. He's really good. He's, He's got from- so much talent as well. Yeah. He's so like- good. Like, like you were saying, like you take the Rock's career and his career. I mean, you can't really like have because both mm-hmm. different time periods. Yeah. But how John's like went into movies, uh, like compared to how the Rock was. I mean, there's no two fairy in his uh, no in his back catalogue, is there? True. No. And we've got to remember that it is like mm-hmm. it is still kind of like new to him. Yeah, and but, I think the Rock now is so typecast with the to... films that he does, I'm... and John's like. Hmm. Not so much anymore. Because I remember John Cena trying to get into films years ago. I think it was years like nine, ago. nine blocks. I think was the first one. The Marine. The Marine. WWE Pictures presents the Marine. Marine. Right. <laughs> no, there was a film before the Marine. He did where the because he, he was playing like a well either an ex-soldier or a police officer that was trying to get through like say certain streets, almost warrior style. But the director wanted to make John Cena seem more human, so. Instead Actually. of like showing off all his muscles and stuff, they put him on like padded shirts and like flannel and stuff to try and hide his build. So yes. try and relate, but I think it was a massive flop. Flop. Actually, when it first the first film John Cena was in was Ready to Rumble. He is in Sal's dojo when they when they go into it. John Cena is in the background. 
Was that when he was like the prototype? Yeah, he literally. <laughs> yep, he's um, he's in the he's in the wrestling studio in the background, or is it when they see Goldberg? It's oh. one of the two. He's in one, but he's definitely in Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then the Marine came out, and then he he was just. <clears throat> He just didn't find the right thing. And then then this, and he was also in um, Amy, oh, what's her name? Is he? Oh, no. Amy Schumer's film? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Trainwreck. Trainwreck. Well, I played um, it like, uh, like, say, oh, like, made loads of gay jokes about, about, well, trying to pretend he's not gay, but every time he was talking about it was like playing with his yeah. ass or doing yeah. something on the ass and stuff like that. He's very funny. I knew that, that. I, I knew that would make John, Donna smile there. <laughs> <laughs> He's very. He was really funny in that, and I actually really enjoyed him in Cockbusters as well. Yeah, I thought he was thought, quite funny in that. That's the thing, like you say, he's, he's big and muscular, so people have like typecast him as like the you know the big jock type. Like it was same in wrestling when he was yeah. the prototype. It's like you're the next big thing in that, and he's just because he's big and muscly, he had no character depth. But then you mm-hmm. give him some a comedic like. Um, like his rap gimmick that he had, Doctor's <laughs> Economics, and he absolutely <laughs> ran with it. And it's been the same with movies. Yeah. Like, oh, you this big action one? No, give him, give him some comedy. He's amazing at comedy. He's, he's hilarious. That I never, never in a million years thought I would actually nearly wet myself laughing at John Cena, and I nearly wet myself laughing on multiple occasions. <laughs> I never thought I'd be like begging for a second season to come out so quickly as well. Though that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, because you want to see more for this story as well. Because, as as I said earlier, with the eight episodes, the arc was done really well. It gave you just just enough to kind of like think, right, I want more now, mm-hmm. rather than like say some of our favorite shows. I know, sorry, Charlotte, if you're watching, Supernatural went on and went on, and especially when it was like 23, 24 episodes a season. Um, it's a lot. It, it was a lot to take down, but this kind of like, um, I think the best type of person that does it, and again, I know he gets a lot of hate. Ricky Gervais with The Office or uh, Extras, mm-hmm. it kind of like gives you so many episodes or so many seasons and it kind of leaves before it gets tiresome, so yeah. it kind of always leaves you wanting a bit more. But that was easy. He always said that from the start when he did The Office, he was like, I just want to tell the story and once the story's done with I can move on and tell another story. Mm-hmm. Um, he always keeps them short and sweet. The only one he's taken to three series was Afterlife. And that's because yeah. he just felt he could do a little bit more with it, but mm-hmm. I could, he won't do anything else with it because he doesn't want to to drown people with it. Mm-hmm. There's a reason his shows are so impactful is because they are short and sweet, and yeah. he can manage to tell and develop characters that in a way that you'll completely fall in love with. And James Gunn has done exactly the same with Peacemaker. And again. I know there's rumours that there's going to be more uh, spin-offs with different characters from the Suicide Squad. His fingers crossed that we'll get a wrath catcher. I'm, uh, I'm so oh, on that. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely so many characters. Mm-hmm. Absolutely so many. Like I mean, Pork Dog Man, the big one that everyone wants to see. That would be interesting, like seeing having his backstory, seeing what happened with, with him, why he hates his mum so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, 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 I want to say that there's like there's so many, like I say, there's like so many C-list like villains slash heroes mm. that you can just implement. Like, even, like going back to Kite Man, I want to see a live action Kite Man. I want the, only, to see the only thing I've got a slight worry about now as well, have they just basically with the ending to Peacemaker, have they just shot now that we can't get, we're not going to get a Suicide Squad too? 
because with the re- revelation when she basically gives up all the information about yeah, X and how Amanda Waller's assistant work for the public as well, is that going to be like say not are we not going to get that now due well, to this? Or Economist is like the he's the in the comics he's like the prison warden. And you see him at the end of Peacemaker mm-hmm. go back to mm-hmm. prison and. Um, I, and the thing was, like, he was a prison one who like handpicks all of the criminals to go on for the Suicide Squad. So mm-hmm. there might still be some scope there, even though like it is public now. Yeah, it doesn't true. mean that they can stop it. I mean, there is a secret organisation. Who's going to know? True. Exactly. True. They could hide it even even tighter, mm-hmm. or they could make it public and have the public behind them. That mm-hmm. these, because to be honest, what they're doing is not a bad thing, really. Yeah. Is it? It's disposable people. That are not nice people. Yeah. Um, and these characters that were getting in pacemakers as well, they're so interchangeable. Like you can see a communist now going into a spin-off, like say with a rat catcher helping her, or hardcore picking up her own team and trying running like being the Rick Flag um role in the next yeah. uh, Suicide Squad TV uh, and, uh, movie. There's, or... lots there. there's, there's a lot of DC properties out there. Like, I mean, Black Adam's coming out soon. Uh, yeah. Shazam, like, I'm still waiting for more Shazam stuff as well. Mm-hmm. I am, I am more happy to do a more realistic, realistic suit with the new Shazam. It's not as much padded. <laughs> uh, <laughs> going to be I as, love as... the LED light, though. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but, it um... makes you stand out when you're walking across train tracks. <laughs> But yeah, the but Black Adam <laughs> does look interesting as well, especially with, yeah. uh, like I said, Doctor Fate being in in it, um, Hawkman. Um, you, can stick, you can stick Peacemaker in there and have The Rock versus Cena part three. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> all the most tickets for a WrestleMania. Think of a movie. That's oh. next year's WrestleMania where they've got uh, the John Cena in Peacemaker outfit and The Rock is Black Adam dressed up in a in a wrestling match. To fight oh, over <laughs> cosplay match, loser leaves the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> loser, loser goes to uh, to Marvel. <laughs> oh, God. I wouldn't be angry if either of them went to Marvel. Um, I was going to say something about John Cena. I've totally forgotten. Mine's gone <laughs> blank. Mind <laughs> Mine's gone yeah. completely blank. Because, like, as you said, with the end and, and like, say, the team being split up. So, and again. I, I can't wait to, to that moment where they're good because when the second season they'll do the whole build up and bringing the team back together uh, thing but I don't know which villain or which bad guy or which, which world ending entity is going to bring that forward now and no because my, which again I had a thought about it and I thought it would work actually really well because now Amanda Waller's pissed off that a secret's out it could be Task Force X versus Peacemaker and his cronies. Hmm. Go, trying on. to take them down one by one and stuff. Then they come back together and like take down uh, the Suicide Squad. Well, big big plot point. He's still got the bomb in the back of his head, hasn't he? Yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, never really, God, they yeah, never he got, does, they never doesn't took he? Out, eh? I forgot about that. Hmm. And I want to know what's happened to that that girl with the glasses as well, who's, who's lamped Amanda Waller. Is she is she in jail? Because like I say, she was the only team that they didn't bring back because they put it took her away in handcuffs, didn't they? Yeah, that's it's right. Probably, they did. Yeah, she will be. You just don't know because did you ever think that it was going to be a big giant cow? 
no. and, like, and butterflies and you <laughs> generally don't know. suicide Starro, fucking Starro. I've never known a million years I'd say Starro in, in an actual DC. Like, and, and that's going back, to, as I said, as a as a comic book fan. And even when I saw Starro in a comic, I thought, this is bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I thought the same about Ego in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right. He yeah. the planet, and I, I was like, my word. He loves these big villains, didn't he? He does. He does. He likes to go big and bold. He, it's well, just he likes creepy as well, though, because look at Slither and stuff like that. He does it's like the, the gross people out. It's the one thing I've never watched of his. Slither, it's brilliant. Yeah, Michaela goes on about it all the time, and if she is watching this one, she'll be messages and saying, you need to watch it. Because <laughs> any opportunity we talk about James Gunn, she always brings it up. But I'm gutted. Where's Nathan Fillion? He always brings question. in Nathan Fillion. Where was he? <laughs> Nathan Fillion and um, his other friend who is Lex Luthor in Smallville. What's his name? Michael Rosenberg. Rosenbaum. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, was was Sean not, not in this one as well? Uh, I know no, he was played Weasel. Weasel's played Weasel. still alive. We might get a Weasel spin-off. Yes. <laughs> He played Weasel and Calendar Man, didn't he? The yeah. two characters. <laughs> someone, someone told us about Calendar Man. I was like, shut the fuck up. I think it was Charlotte. Yeah. Um, I'm watching Calendar Man. Yeah, he was in Suicide Squad. Oh, right? yeah. Right. I remember that part. That was the Harley Quinn animated one where it's like you can remember clown, what was a mm. goth clown girl, Paul Star's <laughs> birthday, but you can't remember your own son's. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah. Charlotte's, Charlotte's just pointed out in the ch- in the chat as well. Uh, Michael Rocker, um, Rocker, um, probably not bringing him back after he got his head blown off by the bomb in the uh, Suicide Squad. But I believe uh, Noah, like what was it? Um, what was uh, Finian's name? Noah, Noam guy or something like that. Oh, or he detached, didn't he? Like detached he... arm guy or something. I can't remember his name. I'm now, gonna but... have to watch that film again because. It is absolutely brilliant. Because he survived, he wasn't, they, they said he didn't get killed off. Ah. So hopefully, like I say, Pacemaker 2 versus Nathan Fillion as well, getting them all in. <laughs> That'd be interesting. It would be funny. <laughs> Love it. Um, what was I going to say? I've totally forgotten again. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get more of the um, caretaker guy, actually, because apparently everybody loves him, so that he's going to be more present. I want to see more of the neighbour myself. I want to see more yeah. of the neighbour. I want to see them two just fighting it out. Oh, <laughs> they inherit his dad's shit and then ask to move into the house and that. And it's just them two bickering. That was what I wanted to say. The suit, the dragon suit. Um, yes, the white, the white dragon. I saw it. Oh, the great dragon. Yeah, that suit for all like all wrong in so many ways. Um, it looks fucking look, awesome. Damn it! <laughs> I was just looking at it. I thought aesthetically that looks brilliant. Mm. I found it hilarious, though, that they did walk around with white sheets on their head. I was like, are, yeah. you, are you kidding us? Like, a little patty as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding us? Like, how obvious do you want to make it? Yeah, I don't think they were hiding that type of element at all <laughs> no. in that oh, aspect. God, no. Um, no. And he, he didn't go too far with it either. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't, like he, yes, his dad was a racist homophobic piece yeah. of shit um, but he didn't take it too far where you were like I can't watch him yeah. but it was enough to be angry at him mm-hmm. do you know what I mean Certainly. Yeah. but there was aspects as well that like, with his dad um, that I thought they'd done brilliantly well and got it on point where when they first went to the jail 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you saw him walk in, you thought, oh, he's going to get the shit kicked out of him. And like, uh, yeah, with him no being, way like, that was you, going. Because you thought he was like an ex superhero or something like that. Um, that was that was all like said, cleared up. I know he was a racist, what you think, but then for them to turn around and start worshiping him, um, yeah. and like said, to the extent that was a big turn when you thought, fuck, is he going to be the big bag, bad yeah. in, in, in the show? But I was like I said that was probably my only little di- bit of a, a niggling disappointment that he wasn't the big bad. He was kind of like the side baddie, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think I think he needed it because obviously it's mm-hmm. to understand Peacemaker is to understand him. Mm-hmm. So I still think you needed him there, um, but not as the the main villain. Just I was happy with him just being the side villain mm-hmm. in the story because it helped you understand Peacemaker's train of thought. And it also, it was nice to finally have Peacemaker, you know, come to peace with his past. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I didn't mind it. It was, it was great for the character development because I say all we had to go on was the movies. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he had, he had a, you know, some cocky prick. And um, he had to generate a lot of sympathy for him. And I think he did that, like, with the backstory, with his mm-hmm. brother, mm-hmm. With, with, like, the home life. Just when you see Cena walk in, he's like, oh, I'm out of jail, Dad. And his dad just does not give a shit. Yeah. No. And, and he's saying, oh, like, why, why did, have you been looking after me shit and stuff? I've you doing, doing? He's going, like, why would I do that? It's like, you're his fucking dad, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? When the kids were being the twat? Yeah, when he did his little bit in the school. Oh, yes, the show and tell. (laughs) Have you ever met Wonder Woman? Yeah, she IF'd me. (laughs) (laughs) Charlotte's just pointed out it's Detachable Kid. Detachable Kid. That's his name. Was it it initial DK or something like that? Yeah, DK, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> that was last week's episode, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was all retro gaming. Um, again, I'm still, I'm, honestly, there's like, there's so much I want to like, just talk about, but the only thing that keeps coming out of my head is how fucking brilliant the show was. Like that it's not, can't... It's not a bad but, aspect. Like, say, from start to finish, there wasn't a bad episode. Each no. character had, there wasn't anyone that was misused or there wasn't any wasted people like even no. um the guy that um that was brought in that he does loads of um tv acting as well where he was basically he's been in supernatural he's been i can't remember like other things where he played the the like undercover guy that went in this, to be the sheriff's office yeah and and how and, and when they did the original original uh like peacemaker breaking away from jail and he's trying not to kill the cops. So he's telling uh, Vigilante not to kill the cops. And then this sheriff guy's blowing them away and you can see it reacting and how it affects Peacemaker as well mm-hmm. uh, to a point that you think, oh, he's not a complete dickhead. He's not a complete mm-hmm. bad guy. Yeah, it's has, a, it all starts when, you get, when he gets told to assassinate the family. Yeah. Like, I ain't fucking killing kids. Yeah. Yeah. Even the ugly ones. <laughs> yeah, he, he has some form of moral code, even though it's, I think he, he picks and chooses what that moral code actually is. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think he, he draws a line somewhere. He just makes was, it up as he goes along. But that was a quite a sweet moment as well when Vigilante takes over and goes, it's okay, it's okay, like kind of moves him away and says, I can do this for you. And um, it just shows, like, say, that the relationship they have then it was done, like... I it's said, probably one more more sided than the other because vigilante like adores 
the pacemaker <laughs> like in a very unhealthy way <laughs> like and the fact that he kept like saying we're bffs all the yeah. way through it <laughs> and then, like the fact that he turned around at the end and said like after eagerly and like pacemaker after eagerly the tasty was his bff and i was like <laughs> but with vigilante as well um there was like I say a bit of child innocence in the wrong way as well like their relationship kind of reminded us of like what we used to be like in the playground you used to bully your best friends yeah and, and they make and they made comments about it when they're saying why do you keep calling the guy um like say a die job and he's get well that's what we do we sass people would things get but do you not think it hurts people you're not bullying them he's going i'm not a bully i bully the bullies <laughs> that was like you see his response to that yeah he but, had a very unhealthy um view of killing people too like yeah. he didn't care like yeah, John. there was a cut scene at the end where um, there was like him and Peacemaker were having a freeway with that lass. Another cut since I never thought I'd be seen. But like he turns around and like the smoke of Wayne is like, kid, there's a few months ago, I would have killed you outright for having this stuff. <laughs> the fart sounds when uh, Adam, 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 how do you say Adam? Oh, oh, shit, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when she's trying to say sorry. Oh, when he's crying on the bed and vigilante standing at the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many little moments like that that you don't realise, but it actually makes the show that much better. The the one that you mentioned earlier where he was doing the list of all the other people <laughs> who he could have put in jail than his dad. And honestly, like I was in pain with how like how much I was laughing at that and the fact that it can, it continued at the end. Mm-hmm. Like I just getting over that laughing fit and then I had to start all over again. But it should yeah. ice tea, ice cube, <laughs> vanilla ice. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice that he thought of it. Like he still had that kind of love for his dad that he didn't want his dad in jail and didn't want his dad to be blamed for something that well, that wasn't his fault in a way because this bitch yeah. tried to kill him. She was a butterfly. But he was, it's because he's constantly seeking his dad's approval. So the fact that someone from his team put his dad in prison is another thing to disappoint yeah. his dad. And he just, he couldn't, he, he didn't want that to happen because it was all about, he, his mm-hmm. whole life has been about getting his dad's approval. Well, that's why I like this as well because I think with big superhero movies or big, like, like, renditions it's hard to relate to the superheroes because i'm never going to relate to superman because he's a boy scout and he can't yeah. do any wrong like say um he's all thing but john's like Cena as peacemaker was human mm-hmm. and he made human mistakes and that element kind of brought it in a little bit more um so that it kind of warm to him and you forgive him a little bit more than like say so he could get away with making mistakes or making the odd comment like when they're in the bar as I said earlier with hardcore and she just wants him to fuck off and leave yeah. her alone and he like say he's, he think oh he's going to be classy and just leave it and he turns down and makes the most sexist comment and he means it in a way that's not derogatory or anything and again I'm not saying it's right but back back probably in his time scale he probably was a child yeah. that should have lived in the 80s yeah he was <laughs> there was a lot of things you could very much forgive him for once mm-hmm. you met his dad and like probably, it, yeah and i probably like, oh, he was a piece of shit but yeah but again i probably just realized with me saying it this is probably why i love the tv show so much this was a very much an 80s tv show yeah it was uh, every aspect much. of it like could have been filled in the 80s and i would have probably worshipped the ground and said this yeah. was the best thing since sliced bread 
it's been one of the best shows. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. I just said Dave and Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like this has been one of the best shows that's been out for a while. Mm. I think the last one for me before this was Watchmen. Yeah, DC that come out as yeah. a big surprise, massive but- surprise. Like, don't get us wrong, I have liked the Marvel ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Hawkeye was the massive surprise for us. Yeah. Um, but the other ones, I've not wanted to go and revisit them, mm-hmm. and that's not me. I watch things to the death. I repeat things over. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've watched The Office. I watch them till I can't physically do it anymore, and I, I don't find that with the Marvel ones, but I feel I could go and watch Peacemaker again. Yeah, it's got the rewatchability. Like, say, oh. with I, I couldn't go back and watch One Division for a long time because, no. like, say, that broke us if internally. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. And I'll probably yeah. never watch uh, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier again because it was shite. But yeah. <laughs> I like immediately afterwards, Donna's like, we've got to watch all of that again. Yeah. 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 I don't know about you guys, but when, when we put the first episode on, I was just thought it was going to be another show. And like everything that happened in it, I was like, holy crap, that's good. <laughs> like, couldn't, mm. can't wait to watch it again. Uh, like, I mean, rather like along the same time as like Boba Fett, and I thought Boba Fett would have been the, the better of the two, but mm. we ended up like, just, just watching Peacemaker, and it was like, yeah. Totally well, I, did, I, did, I did like Boba Fett, but because uh, no, no, I, I got I, a lot I, of it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the Fett. Well, I enjoyed episodes of the Fett, it got better. But with this, from start to finish, like each week I was like waiting for it to come out. Like as I said in the in the podcast, chat, me and Donna was said, "Next him, is it out yet? Is it has it been? Is the next episode on?" That that was like, I think I waited for Boba Fett to finish, and as I, I, I watched all uh, see, episodes yeah. at once. We did it the other way around. We watched Boba Fett each week and waited for Peacemaker to get mm-hmm. at least a good few episodes, and we watched it. Um, Mm-hmm. we watched it probably at the best it was at the best time because we needed a massive distraction um yeah. in the house and it just it really really helped like uplift mine and my husband's mood because at the time we were just going through a lot of shit and mm-hmm. um, so it was really good to have that distraction and to have it in a big chunk as well to where we're like we can move on to the next episode and we we can see what happens with the repercussions of finding out one of the the, the members is a butterfly i was i was gasped i literally went oh! <laughs> I, I actually i actually called that one surprisingly i'm surprised you just didn't notice but i said it to him and then it turned yeah and then me. left it on the cliffhanger i don't know i was like i, oh. I, I was expecting that the episode before that mm-hmm. no I, i'm i'm quite I think with this now, because I think Guardians 3 is the last one of uh, James Gunn's Marvel yeah. contract. So I wonder, with all the success that Mr. Gunn's having now, if DC's going to... We're not going to get the Snyderverse anymore. We're going to get the Gunverse. So yeah. if DC's going to give him the keys to the... to the, the Like I say, the DC universe, and say, just have fun, do, do with what you want. I don't think he'll... Play about with like say the Batman or like the Superman. I no. think them ones he won't wouldn't. I don't think it would be interesting to him. No, I don't think there would be either. I think James likes the challenge. Mm-hmm. And so it I might say some to... interesting because DC's. I, I know Marvel's got a good back catalogue, but DC's got some, um, some rich, like things that's never even like say seen the light of day. So yeah, the um, the list on um, Lego Batman movie when at the end when the list of all the the mm. B-list characters and that and at the end with the I'm a whale um, is absolutely <laughs> like, 
I love watching that scene alone just to hear all the names of these like characters who mm-hmm. you can't believe exist in DC's universe. Well, they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah. I would love to like say again, trying to see what Gun could do with certain characters because I know he likes to play like say like something kind of kind of raunchy and something like that. P- Power Girl. Like say, like I know that cosplayers out there. Oh, with it's it's everywhere. Let's worn them boobs down, cause bloody hell, she imagine, puts like my eye out. Finally seeing a Power Girl with the James Gunn universe. Mm. In the, like I said that that I'd I'd be all in. <laughs> I think James is. I think James has proved himself time and time again at how good he is. That whatever he touches, you're going to just fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a great soundtrack as well. An amazing yeah, soundtrack. That's, that's right. I, and I, again, after like say the films that were had, I was a little bit tired of Harley Quinn, which I never thought I would see it. And Suicide Squad made uh, Harley Quinn much more interesting she, than we've seen in yeah, like, say what we've seen in the past. Finally, got someone who got her mm-hmm. and who could write for her and make her likable. Because the first one, it's exciting because we're getting you know a live action Harley Quinn, um, and she's been a fan favorite for years, so it was exciting. Her film was so disappointing, so much potential and just so disappointing. And then all of a sudden you, you're kind of getting very fatigued with what you've seen. And then James writes that version of Harley Quinn. And that scene when she's breaking her heart mm-hmm. over um, after she's just killed that guy she's just left with. Because she, she knows that she's always attracted to the wrong type of yeah. guy. And, and if she likes him, then he's not right. He's not good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And she just kills him. And that, that scene was heartbreaking. Her fight scenes were amazing. Where they did it with all the flowers. Mm-hmm. Was absolutely spectacular. That was probably right. my favourite version of Harley Quinn. And Charlotte's just pointed out in the chat as well that after Guardians 3, that gun's going to be focusing on TV. So everyone is, isn't it? (laughs) TV's where the money's to be made, streaming. Like you see, like Disney coming out with little eight to 12 episode series. And Mm -hmm. the thing is, like like you say, it's not too much to consume. It's easy enough, it's bite size, and everybody has fun. Mm Yeah. Well, one of, well, HBO Max saved saved our lockdown. Like I say, when, they, when we're bringing out uh, the big movie releases once a month, uh, that we're supposed to be going to get in the cinema. So us dodgy up north, like downloading like the likes of Kong versus uh, Godzilla, uh, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat um, <laughs> before, before the releases. Um, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> the Snyder Cut. Fuck, I like I say, no, like just shows you like, but. Again, in a world where there's a million streamers and stuff like that, I wonder when or if, is it a matter of if, when HBO Max does come over here in the UK? And like, it'll probably be not HBO Max, but name Some something differently. Of it. If, yes. if there's money to be made, they'll, they'll be there. And it's, yeah. uh, the gap is in the market. It's just when they seize on it. Yeah, so. there's, oh, definitely. And I know that HBO Max, obviously, is just an HBO app has always been there. Mm-hmm. Always, because it's the only way that Americans got to watch Game of Thrones was through the HBO app service. And um, but obviously now they've expanded it a bit and brought movies in there. But the contracts that they've had have all gone to Sky. Yeah. And I really hope that they do capitalize on what they've got and give us the same as what they've given the Americans, because we would pay for it. I would pay yeah. for it. I would drop Disney Plus in a heartbeat for HBO Max. I honestly think Anth would do exactly the same. Just to get the Looney Tunes back. I'm happy with that. 
They have the old Batman animated series on there. Oh, yes. Oh, I've got them on DVD. <laughs> Probably go, to, go to the Batman 66 show. I'll, I'll watch that all day. <laughs> God, bit of Adam <laughs> West, eh? Yeah. <laughs> the bat dance and have uh, some bat repellent, uh, shark repellent in uh, shark <laughs> repellent. That was that was the best Batman film. That was the movie. Carousel uh, reverse anti um oh what was it? Carousel spray. Yeah, <laughs> on the carousel and it'll stop it from spinning too fast. That's when we can punch people and say wank. Wank. <laughs> <laughs> My it's pronounced wink. <laughs> my dad still compares all superhero movies to Batman 66. If it doesn't have a, have a kapow or a pow in there, mm. he's not interested. <laughs> and just Cesar, Cesar Romero been having the balls to say, You're, I'm not shaving my patch for my this cash. shit. <laughs> no, you, you put that paint over it. I couldn't actually tell. To Again, be fair, it wasn't really duh. high definition TV back in the day. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> we weren't getting Blu-ray quality then. So yeah. No, I'll probably be able to see it now on my new t- on my new 4K telly because bloody hell, I can see everything else. <laughs> Certainly. But, uh, as I, as I said, going back to Peacemaker, what a surprise! Like an ele- ele- every element, like the casting. Like even the cops who played them were interesting enough. Where sometimes they just like play side characters, but yeah. I think um, I think Tucky said it best. That neighbor, Jesus Christ, please. I hope we we'll see more of him in the second one. Uh, uh, or even give me spin-off show when yeah. him and Peacemaker need to slag yeah. off all the superheroes and tell each other. Yeah, they can just do like a side thing, like put little shorts on. You know how mm-hmm. we do with Pixar movies where they have like little animated shorts. Yeah, yeah that'd, that'd be so years, cool. Like, like it can be like Doug or something from Up. <laughs> <laughs> Just come on every so often saying, uh, what do you think of like Aquaman now? He's still a foxfish. What do you think of Batman? Uh, he, he, he say, oh, he's, he, he's fucking Robin in the Batmobile. Credit roll things. Like, you know, like just comment, like a little bit self-awareness commenting and whatnot and just have peace mate guy in his house and he interrupts him. Yeah. We didn't cotton on until the third episode that there was end credits. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed the first three. <laughs> and it wasn't until we left it to then go on to the next one because it automatically switches it over to the next episode. Um, we just left it playing and it came on and went, oh, yeah, I did know about this. <laughs> I remember James Gunn saying that there's end credit scenes after every episode. <laughs> but it wasn't until the third one that I finally realised. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, though, because now DC's starting to look... After like the shit show that was the Wielden, uh, Wielden versus version of the Justice League, mm. we did get the, as I said, the Snyder cuts, which again a lot of people do have issues with, but I always say it makes more sense as a film. Yeah, yeah. Didn't have the best totally. soundtrack, shall we say? Oh, no, good God, no. Um, but now we're getting decent stuff. Like Aquaman was watchable. Um, we're it finally getting terrible. We're finally getting a Flashpoint. Um, oh, if they do, it's one of my favorite DC animated films. If they get this right, mm-hmm. I could potentially switch sides. <laughs> well, like, say, we're getting Michael Keaton back as well, so we're getting the OG Batman. Yeah, if not only as a cameo, but there's that scope, though, isn't there? There's that scope where you can actually just bring them all in mm-hmm. and multiverse, uh, you know, Spider Man free it. <laughs> multiverse <laughs> ripping the fabric of time and space. Everybody, come in quick, get I- your paychecks. I did like the whole um, Flashpoint piss taking the Spider Man uh, No Way Home. Did anyone see it? Flash mm-hmm. Thompson's book. 
Flashpoint. No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't notice yeah. that. It was his, uh, when he was telling the story about him and his friend Spider-Man. His boot was called Best Flashpoint. Spider-Man. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah. I didn't notice that. But no, um, but like I said, I've heard. Well, it's been confirmed that we're getting two Batman in in Flashpoint. Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are making returns. This is Affleck's um, final appearance, though. Is it? Yeah. He said he would do more. He's, 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 he, I read that he's done. He's, he's, he's done yeah, you with the never know, Affleck. Like Kevin Smith to whatever Kevin Smith's got on him, get, yeah. get, get whatever that is. Make him do more. I'll, I'll see if I can abuse Kevin Smith on um, Twitter to see if I can get Affleck on our podcast. So just made a cameo. <laughs> he made a cameo on that shit show that was reboot, so you can do our podcast. Let's see. <laughs> Let's not be dissing reboot now. Oh, come on. No. Sometimes you've got to do the movie that your friend says because you've got to come back to it. <laughs> Fellow, that sounds like uh, Sam pulling me into the podcast there. <laughs> but um, yes, but like I say, with DC going now, um, like I say, as we're getting Flashpoint, uh, we're getting Batgirl, and only in two weeks' time now, we're getting the Batman. The Batman. Oh my God, yeah, I forgot about that. It's two uh, weeks' time when we're getting sparkly Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, it looks, well, emo Batman, shall we say. Emo Batman. I, I went to see the Jackass movie and had the trailer on it and that, and it mm. all looks dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very okay. uh, it's very Seven meets Batman, I think, like say, yeah. with the whole aspect. But I'm quite, like, I'm on board with having the Riddler as a, as a serial killer, like say, in that type of element. I uh, assume that he was one. Yeah, rather than having him in, uh, like I said, Jim Curry uh, comedic role. But I uh, don't know, Jim Curry looked good in that spandex. Like. He did. That suit was unreal. Um, but it was a choice. It was a big <laughs> choice. He looked, like, he looked like a gymnast on St. Patrick's Day. It was amazing. Yeah, and the hair choice. Wow. You know there's actually <laughs> a different cut of that film as well? Yes, I've heard that. It's, um, it's supposed to be about three hours long. I have heard that. I, I don't no know where I've that. heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that they're really pushing for David Ayer's um, Suicide Squad to be his original yeah. cut to be released because he's swore that that's not his cut. There's so much more, so much in-depth. And I'm like, do you know what? At this point, after James Gunn's, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I really don't care. It doesn't matter anymore. No, like, it so... doesn't. You've been reckoned, really. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, um... Again, I think DC might be starting to get like a foothold. Not nowhere they're going to take over from Marvel. Marvel, nah. like I say, are, are the the bastards when it comes to like I say their their, their world and yep. uh, what they've created. But I'm starting to get a bit more excited for DC. I'm not cringing as much when they announcing these movies like Batgirl. Like I say, the photos and everything they've released from Batgirl. I was excited. Michael Keaton again is going to be playing Batman in that film as well. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm excited for that. Don't get us wrong. I do get excited. I, I, I like, why would we not have high hopes for DC? We don't want this to fail. Mm-hmm. Like as a fan base, we really don't want this to fail. Um, yeah. But I think I, I don't, I've never understood how they are getting it so right in their animated series. And even in their one-off? TV as well. Because if they've done like one-offs, it works DC, like, but DC wanted to do what Marvel done in 10 years, in three years. Yeah, it wasn't it, really the right way. But no, they should have spaced it out. They, mm-hmm. they had they have a good they had a they have a really good cast. Yeah. They just needed to take their time. We were gonna be here for it. Like mm-hmm. no one's going anywhere. <laughs> you say, Well, you release a Batman film, people mm-hmm. are gonna show up for it. 
Have you heard the rumour, though, for the, the Batman? Or do no. you want us to tell you the rumour? Oh, I don't know. I love a good rumour. I like a good rumour. Because if you look in, in the casting list, he's supposed to be in the cast now of, like uh, I say, for the new Batman. The guy, the Irish guy in um, The Eternals, who would play oh, Druid. Oh, yes, uh huh. He's going to have a certain laugh in the Batman film. Oh, is it? Because it posted you Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, um, apparently they've done two versions of the film. And they've done test audiences, one mm-hmm. with the Joker as a cameo and one without. And it had different times as well, like how long the film was. And the, the film with the Joker in has had the longer t- like time. And that's the film that's getting released, apparently. Mm-hmm. So we're not, not just getting Penguin, Catwoman and the Riddler. We're going to get the Joker in it as I well, apparently. love how Zoe Kravis looks as Catwoman. I absolutely love that look. The short hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, she looks amazing. Um, <laughs> she just looks unreal. Like, that's how I picture Selena mm-hmm. Kyle is that, you know, that that image of the short like, hair. Yes. Uh-huh. Don't get us wrong. Michelle Pfeiffer, like, for, for days was amazing. That oh. behind the scenes one where she uses the whip first take. Mm. Yes. Oh my, my worst skills. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I am actually looking forward to the Batman. Yeah, I'm trying I'm not to watch have... too, but after after we watched that trailer together, I haven't watched anything since. No, but... I haven't either. Um, and I'm I'm starting to do that now after what happened with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, I, I just remember when we finished the film, I was like, I get it. Because like, you saw it before me mm-hmm. and you said that the trailers would give too much away. And as a finish, I went, I totally get it. Like, mm-hmm. It really did. Yeah. It's spoiling stuff now. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think Tucky's right. The future may be in TV when it comes to these type of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take it. You can get, get more character development now. There's more money in TV, like especially with some of the bigger actors going into TV now. Yeah. Um, like, but again, I just hopefully that we do get the big events. Like I know they pretty much have killed off the, any chance of the Avengers going to coming back. I think it was going yeah. to get the Young Avengers or the West yeah. Coast Kevin, Avengers. Well, Kevin Feige's confirmed that Endgame was the final Avengers film. There's going to be no more Avengers films. So. It's gonna. He's gonna be taking it in a new direction until the, the reboot in ten years' time. Then when <laughs> I'll be I'll be... another Hulk movie, <laughs> it would be nice just to get a good Hulk movie, like just one. Oh, the end Norton one wasn't too bad. Everyone mm. gives a shit, but we're still okay. Mm. But yes, uh, so finishing off with the pacemaker. Um, <laughs> let's see. What would you score it out of? Say top ten. Uh, Donna, start with you. Oh, I don't know. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you will go with you this time. Oh, I, I would have, I would have 10, I'd give it a, it's a solid 8.5. Cool. There's, there's very little I can pick fault with. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, usually when when I, like, review things like anime, like, I've got a whole, like, laundry list of things I can pick fault with. Mm-hmm. Um, With this one, it, it was enjoyable. It was one of them ones that you can watch. And, like, mm-hmm. say, there's a big rewatchable um thing with that. But bringing in... Outside things, I like, uh, as Don, Donna was like a first time watcher for it, like mm-hmm. she she very little knowledge about the comics or anything, so she was like more the intended audience. But with me, like I know like the slight references, I know some of the origin mm-hmm. stories and that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like when I when I know like the source material, like if they change something, 
I kind of get a little bit like mm, it's thrown mm. us a bit, but but with yeah. this one, he did everything right. Yeah, you get like, quite like, protective, don't you? Because I'm exactly the same. Like when with Walking Dead, because I've read Walking Dead, and then when they start making little changes, I'm like, motherfuckers. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be like gatekeepery with it. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I'll keep it to myself. Like, <laughs> I'm fine with any creative decisions or choices, and James Gunn did an amazing job with that. Mm-hmm. I uh, would be a, a much different series if it was John Cena with a haunted helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still watch that. I quite like that idea. <laughs> it might it might happen. That's the thing because like, we're starting to see he's like he, he's grasping he's reality, it. slipping. He's starting mm. to feel a little bit more regret when he kills people. Obviously, mm. he's haunted by his dad now, so it might be going in that direction. Yeah, it might have the return of Rick Flagg as like as a as a ghost as well because like say he's not really ever got over that yeah. aspect where he didn't did he he? killed killed the American hero. Yeah, so it's the, 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 the PSD TD um Peacemaker might be season two. Who knows? But oh, like I say, it's, it's it's got it's got us excited. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like I say, there's there's not much I can pick fault with no. apart from there's like a pl- few plot holes here and then. Yeah, maybe they could have slung like another villain or like obscure mm-hmm. hero in yeah. there. Just, the, cameo, the cameo at the end was great. And like mm-hmm. I say, like um when they shot the flash, he mm-hmm. was actually at Marvel at the time, and Marvel yeah. shot that scene. Mm-hmm. So like Marvel's got that bit in DC and it's oh, great that to see that kind scene. of population. Yeah, that was oh, that was the that was so the scene cool. because um he was shooting Guardians of the Galaxy three right. at the time and he rather than packing up and flying out, he went right We'll just film it using the Marvel gear. And Marvel you can, ima- you can imagine, like, Star Lords there standing there, and the Flash just walks past. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like, yeah, like your eyes are just can't take it all. Yeah. Um, but what a gift that was to us. Like, he didn't have to put them in there. But he, like, did. he did. He did. He, he, know, he knows <laughs> the fans. Like, the fact that everybody, everybody went here for it. It was yeah. such a gift. I thought it was such a gift for us. No, I've told you, like, said that, like, said. Without that cameo, it was probably an eight. And with the cameo, it took it to 8.5 to even a nine level for me. I'm sorry, I'm a 10. Mm-hmm. I am a full straight 10. I 9.5. The props, <laughs> the props, his shield was a bit now. Yeah, the shield, the shield <laughs> was... was the I didn't, need, the, I, I didn't need the shield. The, uh, the CGI kept... on the cow was a bit ropey, but that was the, like, <laughs> no, me, me, looking... me picking a little bit. No, I thought it looked great. Um, I love the fact that he was getting upset when there wasn't the white dove on the side of the gun yeah, and yeah, then there was at the end and I just thought like just the little touches I'm sorry it's a flat 10 for me actually, I just actually thought it was the, perfect the thing I can pick at is the butterflies were not really the the antagonist that mm. you really needed yeah. Because the, I mean, the, there was the whole message. Like I say, there was like a, a parallel along lines like of having peace at any cost, mm-hmm. and like the, the, they both had the same ideology, only like a slightly diff, different mm-hmm. mission directive. But the butterflies weren't really that much of a threat. Yeah, no, that's true. As well, like you didn't know what to think when when you when you were thinking peacemaker my side. Yeah, like you, you expect you expect like. I mean, vi- villains, like, when you side with the villains most of the days, they, like, with, with superhero stuff these days, like, a villain will have, like, a huge monologue, and you'll be sitting there going, aye, they're right, you know. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> like, that's happening a lot lately. Like, yeah. just give me a villain who just wants to murder everyone and everything. Yeah. Like, no reason to it. Like, that's why the Joker did so good, because just mm. chaos for the... For the I, like, I like complexity. So no, I like no, the idea that there's two different yeah. levels there. Yeah, no, I, but I like Tucky's point, because We've had villains now that, that has that complexity, mm-hmm. but with this, I'm pretty 
I'd say it wasn't a detriment, but I would have liked, again, just a plain villain, just where there's like, yeah, fuck them up. Like, yeah, like I said, like the butterflies added their own thing. Like, I mean, they were, they were going to try and, like, well, they weren't really going to take over after they were helping humans. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they said. They had, well, that was the reason they had, and how far they would have went mm-hmm. would have been a different thing. Um, but, like, just to have people in high places, like, I wouldn't mind if politicians were took over by aliens who wanted to save the planet. Whoa, I've just had <laughs> thought. It's, it's a noble cause. It's the same plot as, um, what's that film that Simon Pegg did? World's End. Yeah. It's the same plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the same plot. It's the, the fact that someone's coming in to take over to correct, correct what, you know, we've done to this planet. Mm-hmm. And then we end up telling them to fuck off. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh well yeah. <laughs> I'm still sticking with a solid 10 <laughs> just because honestly if just for John Cena and Vigilante alone again um, we're, talk, we're nitpicking like I say we're not saying that these are massive things that would no. change or make the, make the TV show better or worse it's just as fans we generally love this and like I say the elements that Again, I've had to really think about things I would change. And as Tucky said, very, very little would I go back and say, this was done wrong, that was done wrong. Um, this has played out where I didn't, wouldn't appreciate like every element. Like, again, it was, it was the most tasteless joke in, in the whole show, but done to such a way that was absolutely hilarious when she's looking through a tablet to, sh- to show like the plans and everything and there's a picture of a, of a, of a wife's funny <laughs> and they showed it but it was like <laughs> yes that would happen in a, in a like say if that type of environment I forgot and all then, about that and then wow. their reaction to it just says says says, says, <laughs> says says it all but um Again, I think I'll leave that as as my final point for, yes. for it. The fact the fact that they got a funny joke in in a in a DC TV show. Yep, they did it. So we're <laughs> going to wrap this up. Yep. So again, like I say, thank you, Donna. Thank you, Tucky, for joining us. I don't know if you've got any any more points you want to add. Well, well, well. I'll well, just like say, like John Cena, like in his wrestling career, he had a great run with the US title there uh, with his US Open title thing, and mm. I think there's a it's it's like it's transferred over and he's. He's taking mid-card superheroes and villains and making them into absolute stars in this as well. <laughs> That's a really good way of looking at it. <laughs> well, whatever he touches, I mean, he's, you, you know all these make-a-wish things. He, he's he's done over a thousand make-a-wish like appearances. That he's a genuinely nice guy. He, he speaks fluent Mandarin and whatnot. And yeah, like he's he seems like the most talented man on the planet right now. Yeah, and, and to be honest, like I want to see him in a lot more things. Yeah, I never I never thought I would ever say this because I've always said John when John's on, he's on. Like he is on. But sometimes he was almost too on. Corporate John was not I didn't like how corporate he could be, especially in interviews. But I don't know, I just I'm seeing a shift and I'm liking it. Yeah. I'm really liking it. And I'm starting to get on board with the John Cena we have now. I think he's realised what he can do. Like, see, he's got the comedy time and he's 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 got the professionalism, and he did, like I think what people do look at the Rock, especially in his early stuff, he, like when he like done Scorpion King and stuff like that. Oh my god! It, it was kind of like a few missteps, and he did take himself too seriously. It was when he relaxed and became. 
the joke and I can say the parody that's when the rock blew up and I think John yeah. Cena has realized that now uh, mm-hmm. earlier on and, and that and he's, he's picked the right parts yeah and I he's think going forward choices. um I, I think you're spot on there I know he's in a DC thing now but again moving forward I would love to see him in a Marvel um it, that that would be because he's basically picking these franchises he's done transformers he's done fast and the furious he's now dc um imagine imagine him as a bad guy in star wars yeah oh my god yeah yeah world's his oyster he could run for president and he'd probably get it Uh, vote for john i'd do it if i can't but i would (laughs) to be fair you helped me join a cut the start cult so you're the out sam (laughs) (laughs) that's true yeah, so I always I, said I would join a cult one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you everyone who's uh, like you. listened in. I know probably this this episode won't be for everyone to view at, at first, just simply because I know not many people's watched Peacemaker as well. So it's probably going to be. Wait, wait for it to come out here in about two years' time. And watch yeah. the channel. Watch watch the views go up there. But um, thank you everyone, and like I say, thank you everyone in the group. Like I say. Uh, quite close now to 4,400 members. Uh, We've arranged a few things coming up. I know next, uh, well, not next week, this week, we've got another episode of the podcast where we're doing uh, Tim Burton-esque, where the lovely Sam isn't joining us, unfortunately. Yeah, it's my my first podcast. I won't be here. So Donna is replacing me as host. I will send you the disclaimer. You can read it out. You could be good. I I'll, I'll edit it. I was laughing about it. So apparently we're going to be gothing up on Friday. So I'm not I am devastated. I am not here. I had my outfit already. <laughs> oh, I'm gutted. But it's only for one week and I'll be back. Well, you have to wear eyeliner. <laughs> I'm not wearing eyeliner. You can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, just do kiss makeup. <laughs> it's black I'll, and white. On, uh, it's Chris yeah, it's Burton. Uh, I'll, I'll have to do space cap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not cool enough to be Paul Stanley. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, yeah, thank you for everyone not taking part. Um, trying to think what else we've got planned. We've, we've finally arranged our first meetup in April, which is going to be interesting. Uh, Nerds on tour, where we're actually going to see people in real life and be awkward together so yeah it'll yeah. be fine <laughs> it's gonna be interesting <laughs> definitely i'm gonna be a drunk mess not gonna lie i'm gonna, I'm gonna ruin everyone's night i think everyone's that's... gonna be some sort of drunk mess. <laughs> Sorry, i'll crawl away when everyone starts partying so yeah that's fine. <laughs> i think that's i think that's how people will get through the door is just through drunkness <laughs> yes um again like i say uh, find us on youtube nerdy up north um like I say, check out uh, Tucky's channel. Do you want to promote your, uh, Sunny Con a yes. little bit there? Sunny Con Anime Expo, um, more so the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you, if you want to watch me sit there for 10 hours listening in Yank after, you're more than welcome to. So. I'm, I'm going to come and have a look and listen. I couldn't do Donna's for long. It was doing it's, head it's in. more of a curiosity. There's nothing entertaining about it. It's just a fat guy listening to music for 10 hours. I like that when, like, when you did it, Donna and Sam were complete arseholes to you and they were picking on you all the way throughout. But when Donna was doing well, it, you just left it alone. That's why people do it. They just want yeah. to see it suffer. The yeah. went off with that. <laughs> we're nearly at a thousand subscribers. I know that's what I was going to say. You're getting there. You're getting, you're getting, I'm very jealous. Uh, like I say, I just want to get to 500. That's what I'll be yeah. happy with. 
even 400 at this point. We're nearly we're eight, there. We're only eight, eight people away from 400 or seven away now, I think. Um, getting quite close to it. Yes. Will everyone subscribe? Yes. Please subscribe. And, please. And like I say, the book club's taken off as well. Um, yeah. And now we've got a, a, an actual famous comic book artist in the Nerdy Up North group as well. That's totally blown my way, head off. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I know, proper drop in the Don't in the group, but you can't see him. Yes. <laughs> one day, one day. I'm... Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you to my sister for adding an advertisement to her actual work website. That was really nice. So thank you. Certainly. So thank you, Michaela. We will have you back on, but um, we'll promise you won't argue with Sam there. That's fine. <laughs> I can't really do that. <laughs> but yeah. but uh, same bat time, same bat channel. See you early, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> right.